stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, we told you about this story last week, and I'm disheartened to report back to you that really nothing has, has happened since, or at least certainly the right thing has not happened that the Canada Revenue Agency, this powerful government entity that exists for the purpose of collecting revenue so the governments can function, that the Canada Revenue Agency or the minister responsible for that agency would have apologized to Tony and Helen Samaru for putting them through 10 years of hell. Unfortunately, not only has that apology not been delivered, it appears as though the Canada Revenue Agency is going to still go after these two in tax court. They were unsuccessful in criminal court. Vindication for Tony and Helen Samaru, unsuccessful in criminal court. A convincing vindication for Tony and Helen Samaru. And yet it appears as though their ordeal is not over. And this may all go to tax court still. And again, keep in mind that this comes on the heels of a landmark court ruling in B.C., that found, quote, and I'm quoting the judge here, the CRA used the powers of the state in the form of a criminal prosecution to wrongfully and maliciously prosecute. Yes, that the Canada Revenue Agency acted in a high-handed and reprehensible way in going after these two. The Canada Revenue Agency has been ordered to pay them over $1 million, $1.7 million, in fact, in damages. So you would think at this point that the Canada Revenue Agency would cut its losses and make things right. But I guess when you have endless resources, i.e. your tax dollars and my tax dollars, cutting your losses doesn't really matter. So as I say, it doesn't appear as though their ordeal is over just yet. Joining us on the line here this afternoon, very pleased to welcome the program, uh, Stephen Kelleher. He is the attorney who's been representing uh, the Samaroos through all of this. Uh, Stephen, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Oh, you're welcome. To take up uh, where you've left off there, uh, when you say it may not be over, it most certainly isn't over. The uh, This matter has been over the uh, the Samaru's head now for a decade uh, and two years, really. That's 12 years with, uh, when CRA walked into their lives. They've been in litigation for 10 years. Yeah. At the tax proceeding tax court proceeding is ongoing so what we're hoping is that they'll have a look at this uh, judgment and uh, and not appeal and abandon the uh, the tax court proceeding as well that's the hope yeah i mean well it's just it's stunning in in so many ways just you know the fact that they're still pushing this in the face of this ruling it's a 70 page judgment and I, I've never quite seen anything like this. I mean, it paints a picture of an agency just completely out of control, hell-bent on destroying your clients, uh, despite the fact that they really didn't have a case against them. Well, it's hard to believe, and if it weren't for those, uh, those findings of fact, this is a senior uh, judge. It took 14 months to write that judgment. Uh, it's a meticulous review of the evidence, it, because I'm sure it's hard to believe unless it's uh, done so thoroughly, uh, and and it is hard to believe. It's hard for people to believe that the CRA operates like this. You make he makes the the judge makes the point that this is a 
a matter of their culture. It's not a, a single issue with the Samaroos. It's not a one-off situation here. This is uh, this is the way they operate. I mean, they. It, it, I don't know if you've gone to their website, and they may have they may have uh, changed their website since the ruling. But uh, they they uh, advertise and brag about the number of years that they have imprisoned uh, Canadians over the past year as a result of tax evasion. Can you imagine a country that advertises the number of years that they've imprisoned people? And we're not talking about uh, murderers here. We're talking about ordinary Canadians right. who get ensnared in their operation. It's, we see ourselves as a fair and compassionate people. They don't share those fundamental Canadian values. They want to make people, if people say, well, people won't have to pay their taxes. Yeah, right. Well, they, they can't drink and drive either. They can't assault one another and defraud one another. That doesn't mean it's ever okay for a government agency to set out to make the public afraid and that's what they're doing they're making canadians afraid of them right and look i mean not not only does the cra have a duty of care to to canadians and that's been established we had of course even the mandate letter from the prime minister himself to the revenue minister uh that that emphasized this point the people who act with the cra should be made to feel like valued clients not just taxpayers. We're certainly not living up to that, are we? They see us as prey. That's how they see us. They destroy people. There's no sense of proportionality. They'll they'll go at. I was a friend of mine heard about this judgment. Called me up uh, yesterday, a, a childhood friend, and he said, "Steve, I didn't want to ever tell you this because I'm too ashamed." And that applies to so many other Canadians. They don't want to talk about it because they're ashamed. He was a fisherman, and and like so many fishermen, and he said, you know, they got a lot of us, so many fishermen, that they, they work for three, two, three months a year. They get a chance to go fishing. But all the rest of the time, they're, on their, they're in their line of credit, their mortgage payments, their bills are paying up, they're maintaining their family. And and they make say two two hundred thousand dollars. I don't know what he made, but a ballpark. And and he pays his line of credit. He pays all his bills off. These are hardworking people. Pays them all off, and uh, uh, gets the kids ready for school. A little something for the family. And oftentimes they're not accountants, and they're a little short when it comes to paying. Revenue Canada. Okay, okay. Sure, you have to pay your taxes and you'll have to pay some interest and maybe a fine. But they took his house. They took everything he had. They bankrupted him. All his assets were in his home. Four or five hundred thousand dollars. Lifetime's work. They took it. They 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 they, they put a yoke of, 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 of impoverishment around him. So he was working for the CIA for a, for the you know, there's a, a Freudian slip for the, <laughs> for the CRA for a decade. I know this man. Yeah. I grew up with him. 
He's a hardworking, honest person. And he was crushed. His family was crushed. And everybody knows, everybody knows somebody like that. It's not talked about because everybody's ashamed. Nobody wants to be seen as a tax cheater. And they prey on that. People can't afford to hire lawyers when CRA comes knocking at their door. And they know it. And they terrify people. And they seem to enjoy it. Well, yeah. I mean, even if people can afford a lawyer, they they can't match the CRA for resources. Hey, hey. They have all the lawyers they want. They're paying for them with our money. If they had to pay the lawyers or if they had to pay the judgments, none of this would happen. So it seems to me the appropriate thing here would be to pay the Samaroos the, the money that the court says is owed to them and then to apologize to them and leave them alone. But has any of that happened? That requires two things. Judgment and compassion. It requires decency, all of which are absent. Now, you might think I've lost it here. I've done this for a decade. I've seen how they treat the Samaroos. I've been practicing law for 35 years. I've never, I deal with prosecutors and police day in and day out. I have never seen an attitude as ruthless and stupid as this in my life. It never ends. They will just relentlessly go after people. To make this point, you can't beat us. Even if you win, you'll lose. We'll keep going until you're exhausted emotionally and financially. We will beat you. Not only will we beat you, we'll crush you. What they've done to the Samaru family can never be compensated for. They can never be made whole here. They don't care. They're just saying, how do we take the next best shot at these people? This is an immigrant family that has worked 15, 16 hours a day and saved every nickel. They destroyed them. Those kids had to leave the community for the sake of embarrassment. The daughters stopped using their last name for the sake of embarrassment. These are decent human beings that are subject to persecution by an agency of the federal government. And there is no rationale in a Western liberal or in any country that that should allow government to deliberately set out to instill fear in the public on the footing that they don't want to interfere with a cash cow. They're not doing it to protect us. They're doing it to take our money. So as it stands now, vindication for the Samaroos in criminal court, vindication for the Samaroos in civil court, but the CRA still, as far as you're aware, they still want to pursue this in tax court. They haven't said otherwise. Now, let's say this isn't they won on some technicality. They made some argument that excluded evidence, absent which they would have been convicted. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. We all know they're guilty. Mr. Samaroo testified at the, at the, at the criminal trial. The the judge weighed the evidence of the CRA. It was thrown out on the thing that it was voodoo accounting. Mr. Samaru was believed after after full cross-examination. The same thing at the uh, malicious prosecution case. Full cross-examination. Minute uh, inspection of both sides of the ledger. And, And they 
still proceed. They still proceed. Unbelievable. Well, we'll keep following this closely. Stephen, thanks for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. So there you go. That's Stephen Kelleher, the lawyer representing uh, Tony and Helen Samaru, who have been put through 10 years of hell. I think Stephen put it well, that even if you win, you'll lose. They've won twice now. And I'm sure the, Cal- the Calahoos uh, right now, or Samaru's rather, aren't feeling like, like winners. So they were charged with tax evasion. This went to criminal court. They were uh, exonerated. They were acquitted. And they followed up and they sued the CRA for malicious prosecution. And the judge's ruling, we talked about it last week, is, is hugely significant. Because as he said, maybe um, uh, a criminal proceeding, that's uh, a technicality. Or you could say, well, the Crown just couldn't prove its case. It's not the same as vindication. That's what we got from this judge. The conduct in this case was high-handed, reprehensible, and malicious. The behavior of Mr. Kendall, Keith Kendall, senior investigator of the CRA, respecting the suppressing and misstating of evidence, deserves rebuke. It offends the court's sense of decency. It was a marked departure from conduct expected of an individual in Mr. Kendall's position and an agency such as the CRA. Again, from the judge, Mr. Kendall knew the necessary evidence was not available. The conduct of Mr. Kendall was reprehensible. Evidence was concealed. Other CRA employees looked forward with unprofessional glee to an anticipated conviction and sentencing for the Samaroos and their resulting ruination. It is appalling that the incarceration of the plaintiffs would be joked about. So, this is all on the record now. I don't know how on earth the CRA thinks that it could proceed in tax court against these two. But what do they care? What do they care? 974-8255 is a number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.